and welcome to this podcast from the Private Wealth Team at Safi Chapters. My name is Leonora Stevens, and I'm a director in the Private Wealth Team based in Bristol. I'm delighted to be joined today by Mike Hodges, who is the head of our Private Wealth Team at Safi Chapters, and Mike is based in our Manchester office. Hello, Mike. Hi, Leo. Today, Mike and I will be discussing the key ideas for individuals and businesses to take action on prior to the end of the tax year. Why are we discussing this? Whilst people often tend to think about tax savings, that they have to be huge to be worthwhile, I often think that if people are reminded of the small savings or tips or tricks each tax year, these can mount up over the years. For example, ensuring people make the most of all of their allowances and utilise these where possible. So Mike, if you were having a client meeting today to discuss their personal tax position pre-year end, what would one of the first things you would raise? I would be focusing, Leo, on marginal rates of tax, which is a, a bit of jargon, but effectively trying to reduce people's tax bills, because I'm not sure that, that many people realise there are a couple of points in the way our tax system works where you can end up paying more than the headline rate of tax. And the most obvious one that I find myself talking to people about as you get towards the end of the tax year is where your income goes above £100,000 then until you get to roughly £125,000, you're paying a marginal rate of 60%. And without going into the detail, that's because you are starting to lose your personal allowance. So what you want to do is manage that for people. And there are one or two obvious ways you can do that. One is, is pension contributions and the other one is charitable giving. Both of those depend on you having some cash, but both of them you can use to get down below that magic £100,000 figure, because otherwise you're paying 60p in every pound of income for the next £25,000. You're paying 60p to the tax man, so it's not, not worthwhile. And the other one, which from a tax point of view is, is something we do talk about, but it is fundamentally a, a, an investment decision, is an EIS subscription. So if someone is looking at investments at the same time, it may be depending on their risk profile something like eis is an appropriate thing to to look at because that gives you back 30p in the pound so investment decision but with a with a tax kicker so that can be something that's attractive to people so those three areas and then i think if i'm having that discussion between now and the end of the tax year for the following year i'm probably saying well let's have something that's a bit less last minute so you might be talking in in the case let's say of a of a married couple uh, of um, transferring income producing assets to equalize income between the two because you quite often even now get situations where you've got one high earner and one low earner so so equalize those you might then say right we can bring both people below a hundred thousand pounds to um to get them a, a tax advantageous position so those are the basic income tax plays leo but what about capital gains tax when we're talking to clients about that at this time of year? Well, it's um, interesting you say about spousal transfers because that's where I would go on the sort of the CGT point as well. So if you have one spouse um, who is a high earner paying tax at a sort of high rate or additional rate has utilised their annual exemption for CGT purposes and then you have the other spouse who maybe has no income or minimal income um, and has not used their CGT annual exemption, then what you can do is you can transfer the assets and no gain no loss to your spouse and then you can they can then sell the asset therefore they're likely to be taxed at a lower rate 
um, and also benefit from their £12,300 annual exemption. So this can be a really useful tool for, for clients. Um, equally, we always get the question, especially over the last 18 months, are the rates of CGT going to go up? Well, you know, if you can transfer your assets to your wife or your husband and and sell it now at the rate you're happy with, then that's great. So that's definitely something to consider. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and from a business perspective, is there anything else that you'd highlight? Because a lot of our clients are business owners and have, have income and gains from businesses. Yeah, I mean, there, there are a couple of points that you should always think of ticking off on your list each year if you, if you run a business. Firstly, it's ensuring that you've paid out a dividend of £2,000 if possible um, to the shareholders. This is You get a £2,000 allowance each year that's taxed at 0%. So that's definitely something to consider. Um, is there scope to employ any family members such as a spouse to, to utilise their personal allowances? Um, although I would add that sort of there's no point in saying I'm going to employ my spouse to do the admin and then you offer to pay them £70,000 a year. Uh, well, with a sports car with a sports car um, but it's, uh, the level of their, of their salary should be commensurate with the duties that they perform and that can then also lead on to if they're having a salary that's great for the national insurance contributions um, whether they then can top up uh, pension payments so there are lots of different sort of things to look at there um, the, the sort of final point on this is, is about capital expenditure so there's um, capital allowances is where you can claim onto the allow a relief on um, expenditure on certain types of assets used in your business. So there's one particular one called the annual investment allowance. Um, and this is really valuable um, because it, um, businesses can get 100% relief um, for up to a million pounds worth on most types of plant and machinery um, and some fixtures and buildings, i.e. So pound to pound relief on, on what they're spending for capital purposes. Mm-hmm. And this, this level has fluctuated over the last few years. And it um, was due to be reduced to 200,000 from the 1st of January 22. Um, but then it was recently, it's been extended um, to 31st of March 23 at this million pound point. Um, there is also a super deduction um, that enables people to claim 130% on new planting machinery, but that relates to only new items, whereas the annual investment allowance um, can relate to second-hand items like tractors, for example. So I suppose the key is, is consider now whether you need to invest um, and then look at whether you can claim this generous relief. And so, Mike, are there any final bite-sized tips that you can add? Yeah, I think the, the one that people sometimes overlook, although, again, it's one if they've got a decent investment advisor and have to stress here that, that that's not us, but we look at the tax aspects of it, are uh, making sure people use their ISA allowances. So lots of different flavours and and varieties of this but that the headline allowance is twenty thousand pounds of an investment that you can make into a, a really tax efficient investment so again if you're coming up to the fifth of april if you're getting too close you might even find that, that there are issues around capacity so so get in there early with your isa but talk to your investment advisor because there, there have been stories over the last few years about people who've who've regularly done this and are now sitting on seven-figure investments just by building up their fairly modest annual ISA entitlements. Um, so ISAs for, 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 for taxpayers, everyone in the family, if, if you can possibly get there, because it, it creates a really neat tax-efficient investment for, for individuals. Um, and the other thing we will be doing 
and clients again advice to, to start this early is is to think about any claims you should have made because the tax system is full of time limits and there is a four-year time limit for certain things where you've, you've overpaid tax in relation to an earlier year and you want to make a repayment claim now for our clients we'll be dealing with this but it, we're effectively you're talking about going back to the 2017-18 tax year so that four-year time limit once it's gone it's gone so we will do that for our clients but make sure that that you or your advisor if it's not safaris then uh, that you're doing that i think those would be the, the two sort of final ones it's just no i think as you said at the beginning leo no one big thing but lots and lots of small sensible things that all add up and if you're saying right you've saved a couple of thousand pounds of tax by doing these things then that's a a holiday isn't it so don't don't throw it away think about these things and give yourself some time and your advisors some time to, to make sure everything's in place i think that's that's a good way of thinking about it think about holiday and uh, and think of the annual savings you can make bit by bit you'll get there <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, well thank you very much mike for joining me today thank you um, at safaris we work with a wide range of clients many are uk based and many live overseas but have interest here whether that's property business interests or investments we advise individuals and families on how best to safeguard, maintain and enhance their wealth and on the most appropriate methods of passing on that wealth to the next generation. We also help people comply with the tax rules in the UK, which can be very complex. If you'd like to find out more about Safri Chapman's, please head to our website at www.safri.com. However, it's important for me to add that if you are considering any planning, you should always take professional advice based on your individual circumstances. Thank you for listening.